Hey, what's up, fam? The Chosen Ones merch store is now open. Please do us a favor and go to thechosenonesgr.com and check out our gear. Support us by grabbing a shirt, a hoodie, maybe one or two. Shoot, buy some for the whole fam, the whole team. We appreciate the support. We love y'all. Thanks. This is The Chosen Podcast, a platform where student athletes can share their stories. Join the conversation as we talk about mental health, the daily grind, and the culture. We appreciate you being with us. Ayo, ayo, ayo. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Chosen Podcast. This is Wes with The Chosen Ones, home of student athlete empowerment. First of all, I just want to thank you for listening. Um, I want to do something new today. So I want to do a Bible study. So I'm going to try to upload, uh, you know, Bible studies every week. Hopefully you'll join me. I don't want to be too long, maybe 10 minutes, 15 tops, and uh, just get into the word a little bit, man. Um, I want to share with you guys really just my story through God's word and, um, you know, the chosen ones honestly um, was founded through the word of God. You know what I mean? Um, before I started the chosen ones, I I was thinking like I want to name it something powerful, you know, um, and I'm looking through the Bible and it took me to first Peter two nine, which says um, we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy generation. Um, and that word chosen just uh, stood out to me, man, you know, so. That's where the chosen ones was birthed. Um, you know, God gave me that that word, chosen. So, if you're listening, that's you. You're chosen. Uh, we might not all be chosen to, you know, go to the NBA or NFL or MLB or whatever, um, but we're chosen to do something. You know, I wasn't chosen to go to the NBA. You know, I learned that at probably the age of 14 or 15. But I knew I was. Uh, eventually, I knew that I was chosen to do something. So. Um, yeah, man. So I want to get into God's word with you, man. So, um, let's get into it. The first thing I want to get into is my favorite chapter in the Bible, man. Like Philippians four, that's, that's where it's at for me. Um, again, sharing my story through the word of God. Um, I struggle with anxiety, you know, it's not a, it's not something that has been diagnosed or anything, but it's something that I have acknowledged throughout the years. Um, always wondered, you know, what's wrong with me, um, especially as a teenager um, and then into my 20s. Just like, man, like, why do I go through nights where I'm not sleeping for real? Or, you know, I go through stretches where I can't focus on anything but the thing that I'm worrying about, you know, Um and I looked up anxiety and I'm like, dang, like this is exactly what it is. It's uh, worrying about things that I literally have no control over, but I'm still fixing my mind on it, you know. So um, as a person with anxiety, you know, I honestly don't think there's ever a cure for it. And uh, unless you take meds or something, I don't know. I don't. I haven't really dug that deep into it, but it's something that. I definitely feel like I have to, you know, live with and and, and monitor. And um, I honestly think that Philippians 4 and therapy are are two things that really help me um, 
you know, keep this anxiety at bay. So I want to get into Philippians 4 with you guys. Um, so before I get into it, though, um, Paul, he's the one that wrote this uh, book in the Bible of Philippians. He wrote most of the, the books in the uh, the New Testament. But um, a little bit of backstory here. So Paul, um, he was continuously in and out of out of prison, right? He was trying to spread the the gospel of Jesus, um, and of course, people didn't like that, so he went to jail a lot. He was in chains, he was beaten, he was whipped, um, and this is this is just one of those times where, uh, you know, he was in prison and he was writing. So, can you imagine, you know, being in prison, not knowing if you're ever going to get out, not knowing if you're going to live, uh, basically down and out, right? And you're writing some of the most encouraging stuff that you can ever even read. So this is super dope to me. And that's why I think this book and this chapter in particular is so powerful. So I want to start in Philippians 4 and start in verse 4. So it says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That right there is some of my favorite words of all time. Like, this has gotten me through so many tough times. It's gotten me through so many uh, times of uncertainty. Um, even right now, you know, um, having a wife and two daughters and, you know, dealing with the pressures of, of being the provider of the household. It's a lot of pressure, man. And I, and I, I deal with that right now. And these verses really help me through. So I want to break it down and share how, why these verses are so impactful for me. And maybe I can relate them to your life or you can relate them to your life and, and, and help you through some tough times that, that you'll have as a person and as an athlete. So rejoicing in the Lord always. That's the first thing that stood out to me. Um, he said rejoice in the Lord always. So no matter what, man, no matter what we're going through, we rejoice. That's what Paul is telling us to do. Why do you think that? I believe that we're supposed to rejoice in the Lord always because, you know, I'm a believer that Jesus Christ died on the cross and I'm, I believe that uh, my sins are washed away because Jesus died and he rose. Right. So no matter what I'm going through in life, like my soul is still saved. No matter what I'm going through in life, Jesus still, you know, defeated death and he took the punishment that I should be taking. So I rejoice in that. I rejoice in God because. No matter if I have a million dollars or zero dollars, if I have a mansion or I'm homeless, if I, um, I don't know, I'm doing great or I'm really sick, right? Like God is still the same. Like he's still great. He's still good. So I rejoice in that, right? Most importantly, not most importantly, but equally importantly, you know, when we do this, we have a great attitude, you know, in horrible situations, right? So I mentioned this before, like Paul was in prison, man. He was 
in shackles and chains and not knowing if he was going to live, you know, to see the next day. But he was still writing, rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord always. So no matter what you're going through, just be thankful. Rejoice in the Lord always because that attitude, that positive attitude that you're, you're showing when you're in that, that rough time, when you're in adversity, it's going to push you through those tough situations and you're going to get through those tough situations quicker than the normal. So, shoot, how can you apply this to your sport, right? Man, say you're going through an injury. I'm sure you've been injured before. Hopefully not major, but, man, it, it, if you rejoice in the Lord through that injury, if you rejoice in the Lord through that shooting slump or you fumble the ball one, two times in a row or whatever that may be, like you're going to have a positive attitude. When you have a positive attitude, it's just setting you yourself up for success the next time, right? You might not be successful the next time, but you'll be ready for that su success. Do not be anxious for anything. That's the next thing that stood out to me. So what does that say to me? At least to me, it says God does not want this for us at all. He doesn't want us to be anxious. He doesn't want that feeling, right? None of those feelings, you know, anxiety, depression, uh, anger, none of those negative feelings, none of that is is from God, right? Um, we just get it because we're human beings. We're in a broken earth. Everybody's broken. But the great thing about God is he'll take that from us if we let him. You know, he'll take that anxiety from us if we let him. So when you feel anxious, when you start to feel that anxiety coming or that worry coming, what's the first thing you should do? In my opinion, that's pray, right? And you don't have to be alone in your room or in a in a in a closed off area. Shoot, you can do it in on the court. You can do it on the field, right? Like God can hear you when you're yelling, He can hear you when you're whispering, He can hear you in your mind. And it doesn't have to take anything crazy. It can just be like, God, I'm anxious please help me. It could be something as simple as that, right? Um, I heard someone say before, you know, like I said before, anxiety is something that, like, won't be cured, most likely, right? It, it's something that you're going to have to deal with for a long, long time, probably for your whole life, right? Um, and if you're like me, like, you can kind of feel that anxiety coming. Like, you can feel it. I feel it in my head. I feel it in my stomach. Throughout throughout my body right i heard somebody say treat your body like a like a thermometer right and just be mindful you know um you start to feel that anxiety coming just nip it in the bud right away and do something about it and that's that's pray or use one of your your coping strategies right to be able to you know keep that anxiety down but the most powerful thing in my opinion is praying about it and talking to god about it talking to somebody else about it too if you have a counselor, a therapist, a friend, your mom, your dad, um, and just kind of getting that out. I like to journal, too, and write about what I'm worried about, right? It's another way for me to, to be able to talk to God and um, get things out physically. So this one word right here, this one word stood out to me this morning as I was reading this verse. I'll go back and read this chapter um, whenever my anxiety is like peak anxiety. Um, and that was this morning. And I was really feeling it. Uh, but this one word 
out of I don't know how many times, dozens of times reading this chapter never really stood out to me, but it does. But it did today. Uh, that's the cool thing about a, the Bible. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many times you read something like something's going to stand out to you um, a different time. But this word is Thanksgiving. Right. This word is Thanksgiving. Being thankful for any type of situation that you're in. Honestly, man, that displays. Talk about being him or talk about being her, you know, talk about being that guy. Like, that's what real strength is. Like, real strength isn't the person that uh, can can show the most anger or um, that can fight or this, this and that. No, real strength is showing restraint and being able to be calm, cool and collected in situations where your emotions are super high, right? And being thankful for that very situation that you're in, right? If you're in a terrible situation right now, you know, if you're going through, you know, I don't know, hopefully you're not, but if you're going through a death in the family, if you're going through a horrible injury, something like that, if you're able to be thankful in this very moment, that says something about you. So that's my challenge for you is to be be thankful, to be thankful um it could be worse number one but also be thankful because god like i said at the beginning god is god no matter what no matter what god is god and he's not going to change and he doesn't have to do anything else for us like he already gave us his son to die for us right so in every situation be thankful the last part that stood out to me is the peace of God will transcend all understanding. The peace of God will transcend all understanding. I don't know about you, but God's peace is the thing that I want the most. God's peace is the thing that I want the absolute most. Because when I have peace in my mind and peace in my heart, you know, everything just seems like it's going great. You know, you know, I would rather have two dollars in the bank account with peace over two million dollars in the bank account with chaos going on in my mind and in my head right it sounds crazy but man god's peace is literally it's literally priceless it's something that i chase after every day god's peace you know most times we don't understand you know why we go through uh, the things that we go through um but God does. That's my encouragement to you. Like, you might be like, man, why why am I going through this? Or why is this happening to me again? Why do we lose this game again? You know, why can't I make this shot? Or why aren't I getting these offers? I deserve an offer to play at the next level. Why, why, why? God knows why. God knows why. And let me tell you something else. You know, God is in the blessing business. He's in the blessing business. And when he closes a door or when a door is closed in your face, that means something better is coming. And I'm not saying if uh, you don't get an offer from a D2, a D1 is coming. That might come. That might. But I'm saying... God knows what's best for you, and he's going to put you in situations that's best for you, that you're going to flourish, okay? 
It could be you don't get that D2 offer. It could be an NAIA offer or a Division three offer. You never know. And you could become a NAIA All-American. You just never know. You just never know. So I hope this is helpful. I hope this is going to be as helpful to you as as it is to me. Just dealing with anxiety, dealing with worry. Going back to this chapter, Philippians 4. Um, I only covered 4 through 7 today. Next week, I want to go through um, the next three verses after that. Um, 8 through, actually, no, 8. Yeah, 8 through 10. So I'm, I'm going to cover 8 through 10. So if you want to continue with me, read, read verses 8 through 10, and I'm going to go through that next week. And hopefully we can, uh, you know, go through that together um, with you already kind of knowing what I'm about to talk about. So anxiety, man, it's a beast. It's a beast. It's something that uh, will never go away. It's just going to come in ebbs and flows, and we just got to rock with it. And it's something that um, I'm thankful that I have, even though I absolutely hate it. I'm thankful that I have it because I know that I need to lean on God more. And when I lean on God more, that's when he works best. God works best when we're at our weakness, when we're at our weakest. Right? So, all right, man. If you have any questions, man, be sure to hit me up. If you follow me on social media, Instagram, The Chosen Ones GR. You can find me at The Chosen Ones GR on Twitter as well and Facebook, too. Um, you can email me at uh, the chosen ones gr at gmail.com. Any questions that you have, anything you want me to talk about, any people that you want me to bring on the pod, let me know. I love y'all, man. Until next time, deuces. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Chosen Podcast. We appreciate the support. Do us a favor and send this episode to someone that needs it. Peace.